0: Welcome to the Holy, Healthy Christian Moms podcast. I'm your host, Erin Kay, Certified Biblical Health Coach. I've been unmistakably called by Jesus to help Christian moms add energy to their days and reignite passion to their purpose as Holy, Healthy Christian Moms. Welcome back to another episode of Holy healthy Christian moms. I am so glad that you are joining us today. Um, we are going to be talking about, but you make it look so easy today. So kids, right? (laughs) They can be so stinking hard headed. And, um, a few of mine are more hard headed than others. And my oldest, she's eight, And she probably takes the prize for the most um, firm standing in her ways. Let's just say that. She's very stubborn, very strong-willed, but she's also very sensitive and very, very in tune with what's going on around her. And so we had a little situation this weekend. We're just going to open up about, um, you know, some parenting here. Um, We were on our way to go somewhere, um, on Sunday after church. And we stopped by the house and one of my kids took a styrofoam cup and they had thrown it in the yard. And, um, my husband said, Juliana, will you go pick it up? And she said, no, that's not mine. And we said, okay, we didn't ask you whose it was. We asked you to go pick it up. And it turned into this thing of, it's not mine. Why should I pick it up? La-di-da-di-da. And it just went on and on and on. And so she eventually, you know, got out of the car, picked it up, stomping and not doing it with a joyful heart. Like we, <laughs> we tell her to do, you know, do everything without grumbling and complaining. I mean, that all sounds good and well, and it's absolutely how we should show up, but our kids don't always show up that way. Right. And she was definitely not showing up that way for this one simple styrofoam cup. All right. So she's stomping and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so we get back in the car or she gets back in the car and we are driving off to go run our errands. And it just turns into this thing where she's just, but it's not mine and I shouldn't have to pick it up. And, and we, so we brought out the same talk we've had a million times with all of our kids that there's a lot that mommy and daddy pick up that is yours. And you don't see us whining and complaining about it. We just, we just do it. And you probably don't even know half of what we do and half of the things we pick up for you. And then she just continued to escalate and get more and more, um, bold in her responses. So we had to turn the car around and it turned into, uh, okay, well, you know, Juliana, if you're not going to want to help out and help pick up, around the house for things that don't belong to you, just to be a good helper. Then mommy and daddy are going to take some time away from picking up after you and your consequence for your actions and for your attitude about it is you are now responsible for the next several days of, of everything. You're responsible for doing all of your dishes. Um, you're responsible for all of your laundry. Um, she knows how to do laundry. We just do it for her. Um, so you're responsible for that. You're responsible for cleaning up your room. You're responsible for making sure your book bag is packed and you're making sure you have school uniform. Just, you're responsible for everything. We will, you know, cook your meals and things like that. But as far as picking up after you, we're not going to pick anything up after you. And when we get home, you have to go to your room and pick up your room. So she did that. We got home and she went to her room and, you know, it was, was an ordeal, but she picked up her room And, um, she needed to change her sheets yesterday. It was time to change her sheets. And so we said, okay, you need to wash the sheets. You need to wash the bed pad. You need to wash the, the, you know, the bedspread on top. And we said, you might want to start doing that early in the morning because it takes some time. And so we would remind her, you know, when she was outside playing, okay, it's time to switch the laundry. And she was like, Oh, Gosh, I got to do that again. Yeah, you do. And you know the dishes, and she wanted to make a dish for school, and so I said, okay, you you dirty these dishes to make this um, dish for school, so now you have to wash the dishes. And so she got a, a big dose of um, responsibility and all the things that that mommy and daddy do to help her. All right. So last night it was time to put the sheets back on her bed, and we said, okay, you know, mommy and daddy aren't helping you, and you need to put your sheets on your bed. Well, the bed pad. Who has ever wrestled with a bed pad? (laughs) I don't know what it is about those things. We have one that I finally threw in the trash just because it was just, I don't know, it just, you would put it on one corner and it would pop off the other corner and then it was just, you were sweating by the time we were done, Um, by the time you were done putting it on. So the bed pad and she's got bunk beds. So the bottom bunk that she was changing the sheets on is a full size Um, So she had to kind of crawl over it. And she said, well, mommy, how would you do it? And I said, well, I would start with the back corners and then do the ones at the front. And then I left her to it. And (laughs) it wasn't a few minutes later, she came out to me and she was just crying. And I said, what is wrong? And she said, mommy, you and daddy just make it look so easy. And I said, what are you talking about? And She said, making the bed. You and daddy just make it look so easy. And she was crying. And I said, yeah, Juliana, there's a lot that mommy and daddy do for you that for you, it might look easy, but we've had a lot of practice and, you know, we, we try to do everything serving you guys without grumbling and complaining. So I'm glad that you realized that. And, you know, we made the bed, we helped her make the bed because those bed pads are a little tricky. Um, But the whole point of her punishment is for her to learn. And for her to learn responsibility and to learn things like this, like oh wow, mommy and daddy, this really isn't as easy as it looks. But I got to thinking about a couple of things um, when she says, you know, it, it looks so easy, and it's just a chore around the house. And and I just got to thinking, well, how am I falling short as a parent? How are we did I falling short as parents and making things look easy um, and not teaching our kids some responsibility for certain things? I'm not saying that our kids need to be changing bed pads all the time, but I'm sure there's other things that we're falling short with as far as teaching them responsibility at their age. And I want to challenge all of you to just kind of sit back and think, well, hmm, where am I falling short? Where am I doing things that my kids could be involved in? What am I not teaching my kids about how to take care of a home, how to take care of pets, how to pack their book bag? how to make their lunch, how to wash dish dishes. Those are all really important things that we need to be teaching our children, how to take the trash out. And Wade and I can be doing more with that. And 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 we will. We will do more. But that's my challenge for you is just to kind of sit back and think, where would your kids say you make it look so easy? And you realize, well, yeah, but I could teach you how to do this too. Um, to teach them a new sense of appreciation and to give them that spirit of, of giving and, and helping out, being a good helper. In addition, it made me really think about Jesus and how when we read through the scriptures, and we read through the gospels, doesn't Jesus make it look so easy, right? Just because he was sinless and didn't sin like we do, it's almost like he just made it look so easy. But how in the world can it be easy to bear the sins of the world on his shoulders? How in the world can it be easy to die an excruciating death? on the cross. How can it be easy to know what is coming but to have to keep it to ourselves and to not talk about it with our friends? How can it be easy to be tempted in the face of Satan in the most Extreme ways. How can it be easy to always be on and to always be followed? I mean, I just go back to when John was beheaded and how painful that was for Jesus to lose one of his best friends. And he goes and he walks to be alone, to grieve. With his heavy heart but he put his grieving aside because there were people following him to learn from him to be healed by him how could that have been easy are we missing an acute appreciation for what the Lord went through from the time he was born to his resurrection. Are we taking for granted the emotions that Jesus felt and that he was fully human, blameless and sinless, but he was fully human. He felt sadness. He felt Grief. He felt anger. He felt disappointment. He felt, but never sinned. Because of his love for us, because of the greater purpose of the gospel. Jesus made it look easy. But it wasn't. So I want to challenge you today to go to the Lord in prayer and to appreciate Jesus for the suffering as a human being that we take for granted as being easy. There's one more thing that I thought about with this interaction with my daughter when she came out crying about how Wade and I make it look so easy. Who in your life makes life look so easy? Who in your life do you feel like just has it all? Whatever it all looks like to you. Who in your life has that picture perfect social media page that makes you think that they've got it all together? If you were to sit down and have a conversation with that person about all the things that appear to you To be so easy, I bet they would have a different story. We're looking through our lens of their life, not their lens of their life, and their lens is probably very different. There might be some things that look really easy, and maybe they are easy for that person. But you don't know what came before that. You don't know if there was an immense pain or loss that taught them to let it go, not take things so seriously, to live simpler, to have an appreciation for the everyday. You don't know. In James 4, starting at verse 1, it says, What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? You want something, but you don't get it. You kill and covet, but you cannot have what you want. You quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. When you ask, you do not receive. Because you ask with wrong motives, that you may spend what you get. your pleasures. Hmm. So what you're asking for, are you asking for with the right motives or are you asking because you're coveting what someone else has? Verse four, you adulterous people. Don't you know that friendship with the world is hatred toward God? Anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. Or do you think scripture says without reason that the spirit he caused to live in us envies intensely? But he gives us more grace. That is why scripture says, God oppresses the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Don't you know that God's grace was surrounding the heart of my precious child when she came weeping to me? So vulnerable, saying, Mommy, you make it look so easy. That's humility. Being honest and open. And that little child, I just scooped her up. And hugged her and told her how much I loved her. Because that's the lesson that I'm really wanting her to see through this consequence. (laughs) The consequences of her actions. I'm wanting her to see God more. And I'm wanting her to honor him more. Through her actions and through her words. Verse 7. Submit yourselves then to God. One another. Anyone who speaks against his brothers or judges him speaks against the law and judges it. When you judge the law, you are not keeping it, but sitting in judgment on it. There is only one lawgiver and judge, the one who is able to save and destroy. But you, who are you to judge your neighbor? So don't covet. Don't judge. And whatever someone else is doing that looks so easy, just know that it might be easy or there might be a whole lot of tears and pain behind it. Step out of comparison. Stay in your lane. Keep your eyes focused forward on God and how he wants you to show up. Show a great appreciation for the Lord. Show a great appreciation for Jesus and for how he made taking the sins of the world on his shoulders look so easy. thanks for tuning in today. If you'd like to find out more information on how to be a holy, healthy Christian mom through free practical advice, group programming, and paid one-on-one coaching, find us on Facebook in the group, Holy Healthy Christian Moms, or check out my website, therootedhealthcommunity.com. I look forward to seeing you soon.